Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on State of the World, can the UK send undocumented migrants to Rwanda? Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. It's Friday, December 8th. I'm Greg Dixon. The British government is pushing forward with a plan to send undocumented migrants, no matter where they come from, to the Central African country of Rwanda. The plan is controversial, and so far legal challenges have prevented anyone from actually being deported. To understand why the UK government is trying to do this, NPR's London correspondent Lauren Freyer talked to Elsa Chang. Okay, so who exactly is the UK planning to deport to Rwanda and and why? So these are Syrians, Afghans, other migrants who've been arriving in southern England, crossing the English Channel by boat without permission, without visas. More than 100,000 people have come to the UK this way in the past five years. The UK government... Okay, so to be very clear, these are not Rwandan people. No, absolutely not. These are people who may never have set foot on the continent of Africa before. Wow. And the UK government says it cannot accommodate these additional migrants. Social services are spread thin. There's a housing shortage here. There's a cost of living crisis. And so the government says it's come up with this creative solution, is what it calls it, to deport them to Rwanda. And it has paid the Rwandan government about $300 million to take these people and pledged more funding. But nobody has been deported yet. And why is that? Because UK and European courts have blocked flights. At times at the 11th hour, in the summer of 2022, a plane was on the runway, ready to take off for Rwanda. And then one by one, every migrant on that plane was plucked off, pulled off because of legal stays. And I talked to one of them and they had these like harrowing emotional ordeals. They have concerns about whether Rwanda is a safe third country for people who have, in some cases, been fleeing persecution from elsewhere. So courts have blocked this policy, but but then how is it that the UK can still push ahead? Yeah, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is facing a revolt from these anti-immigrant hardliners in his own conservative party who are threatening to oust him from power if he doesn't push this through. His immigration minister resigned this week. And so Sunak keeps revising this legal framework of this deal to try to get around these court rulings. Here he is at a news conference yesterday saying he's willing to block anyone, like even refugees from settling in the UK. Claiming asylum, that's now blocked. Abuse of our modern slavery rules, blocked. The idea that Rwanda isn't safe, blocked. That reference to modern slavery, I mean, Sunak accuses these people of being economic migrants and of abusing protections under British law that rescue people from potential slavery. Okay, so Sunak is under pressure from the right wing of his own party. But what about voters? Like, how are Britons feeling about this... I don't know, rather unconventional immigration proposal, right? Yeah. I mean, immigration has been a big issue here in the past. If you recall Brexit, the the vote to leave the European Union for many was a, a vote to control the flow of Europeans into the UK. But polls show immigration is really no longer one of the Brits' top concerns. For example, 10 years ago, 60 percent of Britons saw immigrants as potentially taking away their jobs. Now, 60 percent of Britons see immigrants as 
was crucial to this country's economic recovery. Wow, that is a pretty stark reversal in just a decade. Yeah, and so doubling down on anti-immigrant sentiment may not work for Sunak. He is trailing in the polls ahead of an election next year. He's nevertheless taking this to parliament for a vote early next week, and his political future may depend on it. That is NPR's Lauren Freyer in London. Thank you so much, Lauren. You're welcome. That's the State of the World from NPR. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. Pro-Palestinian protests have popped up on college campuses across the country. But from the eyes of students, what are we missing? From the outside, these protests are painted as really violent when that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm Brittany Luce, host of NPR's It's Been a Minute, and I'm inviting you to hear from student journalists who see what the rest of us cannot. On It's Been a Minute from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Stearns & Foster. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at StearnsAndFoster.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Betterment. Confusing eye contact with a mysterious stranger is never chill. But Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed.